Hi, I'm Zan Kemick. And I'm Diane New. And this is The Thing About Austin, a podcast about Jane Austen's material world. So should we start off by introducing ourselves? Um, prob- that's probably the best way to go. <laughs> okay, you, you go first. <laughs> okay. I'm Dr. Zan Kemick. Um, I have a PhD in Irish literature, of all things, but I am a, a deep Austin fan, have been have been since about high school. I first got kind of into Austin when I was about 14 or 15, and it was kind of love, deep love from the beginning. Um, so much so that when I was in high school, I was supposed to be going to a, a basketball camp, but instead decided to go to the park to read Mansfield Park. And so you know it was deep love when, you know, I the thing that scared my parents the most when I was a teenager was the afternoon I went missing reading Mansfield Park. It's nerdy and that's it's just who I am. So I love that out of all of her novels, it was Mansfield Park. <laughs> was that your first Austin novel or just No, I think that was I think it was my third or fourth because I I started with Sense and Sensibility, but it's like by that time I was like, there's gonna be a payoff. You know, <laughs> the most entertaining novel I was like this will pay off I know Austin will let me down so I went for it you just had to get to the finish line <laughs> pretty much you know and it, and, it, and it was and it worked out I ended up doing a, a publishing an article on it later so Fanny paid me back in the long run yeah so I know you said like obviously your main focus is on Irish literature but you're still kind of playing around in the Jane Austen space and I know you do some things with Victorian literature as well I know different yeah. period we know we know but <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of it's it's kind of like I I hang out with the modernists, but I'm really I'm really a 19th century girl for my fun. Well, I mean, in your case, like you're actually still publishing on it, so I guess it's also <laughs> kind of <laughs> it's definitely led to an, an identity crisis, right? <laughs> well, that's a little bit about what we're doing here with yeah. this as well. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and and so tell tell us how you came to Jane Austen. Give us a little bit of the Diane background. Oh goodness. Well, I came to Austin through randomly picking up two of her novels at my hometown bookstore. I think I was like maybe 12. And I just remember thinking, ooh, there are fancy dresses on this cover. I'm into this. <laughs> that was kind of my main motivation. And also, like, they were in the classics kind of capital L literature section. So I was thinking, ooh, fancy dresses on the cover. And also, these are quote unquote smart people books. And, you know, 12 year old me really. <laughs> Tells you what kind of child I was, was already really into that as an identity. <laughs> so I love, I love that it was the dresses that drew you in. What is interesting about that is, so my mom is Korean and she came over to the US in her early 20s. And as far as I know, had no experience with Jane Austen. Like that wasn't something that she read in school. But for as long as I can remember, my mom has been a reader of historical romances. You know, mm-hmm. the Regency romances, bodice ripper covers, all that. These are the books she started reading basically once she learned English. And so I always remember there being these books with women wearing Regency dresses on the covers just around the house. Sure. And she would also check out whatever movies were available at our small town library. So it was a lot of BBC, PBS type costume dramas. And I think that even though I wasn't familiar with Austen and I didn't you know, have like that typical story of the parent pressing a copy of Pride and Prejudice into my hands and being like, this is the <laughs> book for you. I was just so immediately drawn to these books. Again, I think partially because of seeing all those Regency dress covers around. And then when I saw these in a bookstore and I thought, oh, these are for me. So what is so funny is that the two books that I got, they both were like of the same set. There was only two of the same edition. So they had similar covers and it was a copy of Emma and a copy of Mansell Park. So those were the first two Austen novels I read at about 12, 13, which... And how did Mansell Park treat you at at that I was into it. (laughs) So I, I just love that. I think for most people, they're kind of like, 
what? Your first two Jane Austen novels were Say What Now? And, you know, I feel like I need to clarify that this was all in the nascent days of the internet. So there was no Instagram, there was no Tumblr, there were no Jane Austen memes all over the place. So I know it sounds completely wild that I basically discovered and then had to hunt out the rest of Austen's bibliography on my own. But it's true. Like, I didn't know who this was. I was just like, huh, probably when I was reading Emma, I didn't even understand that this author was dead. (laughs) And then, of course, this is right around that time when that explosion of Austen adaptations all came out, like right around 1995. So I'm sure you remember this well, like formative years for both of us. So let's talk a little bit. I think that's a fair fair way to get into this. So let's talk a little bit about how how you and I ended up here on this <laughs> podcast. Oh, well, we've actually known each other since grad school. Well, I should clarify, first time at grad school for Zan since she has all the degrees. <laughs> but we have been friends ever since. And both when we were in school together and ever since then, we have just never stopped talking about Austin. And I think specifically with your focus on material culture and my just sort of more general interest in cultural practices, we have had some pretty spirited discussions. And by spirited, I mean, just so, so nerdy. (laughs) Um, The way we like it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So what is our podcast going to be about? So because you and I have really had this deep dive into Austin's world, you know, it's it's not it's it's not just like, oh, we love the, the literature because we do. But it's also like, Let's talk about like the way that her world actually creates additional meaning. There's, you know, there's so many things that are happening in her novels that are about the world around her, the physical objects, the things that are happening around her and her characters that don't make sense unless we kind of peel back the layers a little bit. Right. So as you mentioned, you know, I have a background in material culture, which is the study of the physical objects around us, the way that we interact with them, the way that they create meaning. And so... In our conversations, Diane and I decided that it would be really exciting to kind of do a little bit of this like mini deep dives into specific objects from Austen's world or things about her world that will help us better understand the, her texts and what's going on. Like it's it's kind of so that we can pick up on the greater nuance and subtext of what's going on in her, her world. But it's also just so that we can like really deeply talk about nerdy things like <laughs> why it's so romantic that Captain Wentworth hands Anne Elliot an umbrella in Bath, you know, or right. why the loveless hand touch with Matthew McFadden and Kira Knightley is so electric. That's the sort of thing that I think really has inspired our most interesting conversations. And those are the kinds of things that we would like to to share with others. Yeah. We're really excited to break all these things down. And, and it's not actually meant to be this kind of intimidating academic thing. It's really meant to just let's break down all the things that make Austin's works work. Um, And so we're excited to share those things with you and hopefully in a way that's really fun and accessible and not too academic. Our first full episode will be out in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at the thing about Austin and on Twitter at Austin underscore things to get some additional fun facts, behind the scenes extras and you know, pictures of Colin Firth, the important stuff. See you soon. 